0: This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Uh, Today is National Black Cat Appreciation Day. And out of the 18 rescue cats that my wife Nancy has saved from being euthanized, destroyed, executed at nearby shelters. Out of the 18, we have four that would be designated black cats. Well, you can see there we have Tiny at the rear. And then here, whoa, we got Whiskers. You can figure out why it's named Whiskers. And then, of course, you have here, you have Mittens, a.k.a. Crooked Head, because Mittens has Crooked Head. And then we couldn't fit in the Patriarch because he's the biggest cat of all. He is in charge of the colony, of the land, and that is Ajax. Ajax was from East New York. We rescued him from the New York City shelter there, and he don't play, man. Because they don't play in East New York. You know, they shoot, they shoot. So that cat has been a, a little box, a little titch. But it's interesting because when you look at the wide variety of cats, The number one cat that people don't want is a black cat. They'll go to the shelters. They'll see all the cats that are available for adoption. They'll leave the black cats behind. Now, is it that they're anti-black? No, no, it goes back to the medieval times. It was thought that if a black cat was in your presence, it would bring you bad luck. That if you cross paths with a black cat, it would bring you bad luck. And wherever the black cats were, the witches and wickers were, that Satan was nearby. So people would actually go out of their way and kill and skin alive black cats almost to sanctify themselves against anything satanic. Now, that's going way back to medieval times. Unfortunately, that's carried over in our DNA. So what we do in our household is we go out of our way to rescue the black cats that few, if any, people want because of this, the old prohibitions, the old DNA. And we get them up to snuff medically. We get to socialize them so they can get along with people so they're not frightened because many of them have been beaten, abused, and taken advantage of in their brief lives. And then we adopt them out and go out, and we'll bring in even more black cats from the shelters where, again, they are the number one cat most likely to be euthanized, destroyed, and executed. And you would think after all this time, right, after we have supposedly matured and evolved, that we would have stripped ourselves of this medieval faux pas, or as I could say, fake news, right, from the medieval times. But no, it lingers. And it's not just amongst white people or Asian people or Hispanic people, black people too. And it's also consistent not just with cats, but with dogs and other animals. So today, it's National Black Cat Appreciation Day. I appreciate all black cats out there, especially the ones that are in our cat sanctuary, our household, starting with Apollo from East New York. He don't take no crap. He's our patriarch, going right there, as you can see, to, uh, oh, tiny, at the rear end. Whiskers right here, and all the way over here, mittens, a.k.a. Crooked Head. Go out and find a black cat at a shelter near you and bring them into your house, and they'll be filled with love because they're not expecting to get anybody's love. Well, it's Skeeter time. Every time of the year. This is the time that we let off the bombs. The bombs. I'm not talking about military bombs. I'm talking about the bombs of DEET, D-E-E-T, not the old DDT that we used to have as kids. Now they say, oh, uh, that would affect you neurologically as a human being. I don't necessarily buy that, but we use a new poison that gets dropped on communities to have these mosquitoes multiplying el rapido. And apparently because of global warming and climate change, we have more mosquitoes than ever before. More of the mosquitoes carrying the West Nile virus. So even though Black Hawk helicopters come in the wee hours of the morning and hover over communities and drop their plumes of DEET on unsuspecting residents who are laying in bed and catching some Zs to try to exterminate the mosquitoes that are carrying the West Nile virus, In Staten Island, in Queens, in the Bronx, especially because they're near open water areas and they still have some swamplands, they have eliminated those mosquitoes for the most part, but some have escaped to procreate and fornicate and copulate and guess what? Multiply (laughs) el rapido with West Nile virus. So we now have a case where someone is in hospital from Brooklyn with West Nile virus. Somebody is in Queens with West Nile virus because mosquitoes probably crawled on their arms and they were looking for iron-rich blood. Ah, and they're blood suckers, like Dracula. Except in the five boroughs, they're getting iron-poor blood. Because people in the five boroughs, Staten Island, Bronx, and Queens, they need to drink Geritol. So where has the exodus of mosquitoes gone? They want rich blood. And now all of a sudden, They've crossed the Bronx-Westchester line. They're in Rye. They're in Larchmont. They're in Scarsdale in search of rich blood. They're tired of iron poor blood in Staten Island, Bronx, and Queens. And so now the residents of Larchmont and Scarsdale and Rye are saying, Oh, do we want the Black Hawk helicopters throwing plumes of deed out in the wee hours of the morning? Maybe poisoning our water wells, poisoning our lawns, and maybe even infecting us as we breathe in the D-E-T, DEET, as we're sleeping. Well, choose your poison. You have rich blood. The mosquitoes that have West Nile virus want rich blood, not iron poor blood. They're coming for you in Westchester. Either drop the plumes from the Black Hawk helicopters in the wee hours in the morning, stop into the conspiratorial nonsense that there are alcohol, tobacco, and firearms agents in black masks who are repelling on ropes and are going to kick in your doors and take all your guns and understand that we must destroy this enemy in our lifetime, the mosquitoes that are carrying West Nile virus. Or we're going to have to be lectured to by, oh no, say it ain't so, Dr. Fauci, Dr. Fauci. Ah, uh, what an odd couple, these two, right? Martha Stewart, who's like 81. Pete Davidson, what, 26, 27? Who knows? He's probably got it tatted somewhere from his toes to his nose. But it appears that Martha Stewart was crestfallen when she heard that yes, yes, Pete Davidson was thrown to the curb, that baby got back. Kardashian, because she got upset. Remember, Kardashian got upset. And let's lay out all the cards here. Kardashian was upset because Jeff Bezos bought his home slice, his girlfriend, a 500 million dollar yacht. And she looks over at Boy Toy here, Pete Davidson, and says, what do you got for me? A broken down Staten Island ferry with cockroaches. So Kim Kardashian said, baby got back, I'm out of here. So now what is Pete Davidson to do? Well, he likes cougars, right? Kim Kardashian was, what, about 41? And Martha Stewart, double that number, she's 81. And he could also have a stepdaddy. Snoop Dogg, right? Snoop Dogg is doing the uh, the shows with Martha Stewart where they're cooking, where they're, where they're baking, right? Pop pop pass. So just imagine, Pete Davidson, it's two for one. You're going to get a mama here, because you really are a Mama Luke. You're going to get a mama and Martha Stewart. You're going to get a daddy, a big daddy, a big Mac daddy, and uh, Snoop Dogg, who now has a breakfast cereal, believe it or not. But they're going to put on a bake sale. And you're going to be right there. Man, you got the best of all worlds. By the way, Martha Stewart, right? All Polish all the time, I think from Wayne, New Jersey. Uh, Recently, she's uh, had her own pets attacked and killed in her own yard. (laughs) She's not a very good-minder. The last one were the peacocks. Best friends of Snoop Dogg, I don't know if he's snacking on her. But Pete Davidson, let's face it, he's a cougar. Maybe he's like Mario Macron in France. You know, Macron, a little older than uh, Pete Davidson here, maybe... He's snacking on his grandmother, that's his wife, maybe, who knows. Look, they're all freaky deaky, right? Now, he's got a romantic comedy movie he's gonna do. Maybe his leading woman will be Martha Stewart. <laughs> what a cabal! These freakasoids, these trendoids from Hollywood. Well, pox on all of them. They're up, they're down, they're all around. Martha Stewart, that, that's the son I never had, Pete Davidson, right? Meantime, he's probably snacking on her, right? You know, now it's uh, on the rebound from Kim Kardashian. Baby got back to Martha Stewart, who lied twice to the FBI. Remember, she lied once, and they said, Martha, they came back. They said, look, you lied to us. We're going to give you a break. The FBI director said, hey, we don't want to put Martha Stewart in jail. And she lied again. Then they locked her up and threw away the key. Hey. Enough of this soy trendoid stuff. Ah, leave it to Texas. They have decided that they're not going to burn books. That might be the next step. But they're going to review those books that are in their libraries. Libraries? I always said libraries. By the way, it reminds me when I was a kid, you know, if I didn't get that library book back into the library, the blue-haired matron would come with a warrant. With a search warrant, kick in the door and get that old book back and then ban me. Take away my library card. Is it library or library? Anyway, as you can see, look at the books that they're uh, planning to ban. Old Blue Eyes, right? The biography of uh, Frank Sinatra. Uh, Anne Frank. Oh, very important to kids growing up. I know we we had to read Anne Frank in elementary school, right? I'm surprised it's not. For the hipsters and millennials, especially the females, Catcher in the Rye, right? That's a classic. You always see them there with the dresses, you know, the gingham dresses, reading Catcher in the Rye. And then, of course, the Bible. But whose Bible? Is it the King James Bible? Is it the Mormon Bible? Is it the Jehovah Witness Bible? I will tell you one book that they will never bear. See this? By Sid Rosenberg. Co-authored by Johnny Russo of The Godfather. By the way, what a big, right? Look at this. Citizens United. Let me read the cover here, right? solicitous feel Stories, Suggestions, and Solutions to Withstand the Woke World. The forward written by our own John Kansamadidis and yet his brother in solidarity, Bernard McGurk. I maybe have a thumbnail sketch. But I ask all of you to turn to page 27. That's why this book can never be banned, can never be burnt. That was Dianetics, right? L. Ron Hubbard? ha! Ah, they said, other than the Bible, the most number of books ever sold, that was a cult. That this is the cult of Sid Rosenberg, page 27. Look, if you can't afford it in these tough times, during Biden, Putin, inflation, during this recession... You don't have a job. You don't have a means of survival. You're not an illegal alien being put up in the Milford Plaza, right? At taxpayers' expense, then steal this book. I give you permission to steal it, like Abby Hoffman said about his book. Steal this book. But if you have no other means, and you get into a bookstore near you, like Barnes & Noble or at the airport, just rip out page 27 right here. It's truth to power. It's I, and I alone was the one who saved the machine Ah, of talk radio, Sid Rosenberg, who by the way, his story, rags to riches, riches to rags, rags to riches, riches to rags, rags to riches, riches to rags. Up, down, all around, he gives you vertical. It's the greatest roller coaster ride and read in the history of bookmaking and reading since the Gutenberg Press. I'm telling you, Texas authorities, Greg Abbott, you can send your illegal aliens here. Do not ban Citizens United under any circumstances. It should be available in every school, every rodeo, every Dallas Cowboy and Texan game imaginable. And if necessary, if you happen to be an illegal alien and you're trying to learn English steal this book on your way up to New York City and the Milford Plaza where you are going to get wine dined and live the American dream all epitomized in this book if there's one book in your lifetime you're going to read it's got to be Citizens United yes not the Bible not even the Torah not even the Quran Citizens United I am following in the footsteps of my Mashiach, Sid Rosenberg. I am asking you to join my cult. I will wear a sheet, Bernard McGurk will bang a drum, we will fly a flag, and we will bring this book into every community in the world.